So it might not be clear when you can just get a limit by plugging in the x value and when it won't work. We're going to work through some more examples, and then we're going to have a more formal definition of what a nice function is. I've mentioned it a couple times. And from there, that'll help. And then I will say, though, in general, if you're trying to evaluate a limit, it doesn't hurt most of the time. In the beginning, at least, it doesn't hurt to just try plugging it in and seeing what you get. There are some very special functions where that won't work, and I'll point those out in the future. But with anything that looks like this, oftentimes just plugging it in is a start. But just to show you why that will work in this example, let's look at the graph again. This is evaluate the limit as x approaches negative 1 of the function y equals negative x squared minus 1. So where are the y values going as x approaches negative 1 if we have a function y equals negative x squared minus 1? Now you notice we've moved away from the linear functions into quadratics, and we want to see if they behave the same way the linear ones did when it came to evaluating limits. So what does y equals negative x squared minus 1 look like? Well, let's see. x squared is an upward parabola. Negative x squared is a downward parabola. It flips over. And then subtracting 1 is our vertical shift, negative 1. So it's a downward parabola like this. And we want to evaluate the limit as x approaches negative 1. So as x approaches negative 1, the question is, what value are the y values on the graph approaching? And so we can look at it, and if we wanted to make a table, we would use a table of values close to negative 1 on either side. So negative 1.001, negative 1.01, you know, a couple of those. And then negative 0.999, negative 0.99. You could look at your table on your calculator as well, or you could just plug in each of these x values into the function. Now, when you do plug in negative 1, does it work? The opposite of the square of negative 1, the opposite of the square of negative 1 minus 1. So when you square negative 1, you get positive 1, but then you got an opposite in front waiting, so you have a negative 1 minus another 1 looks like it should be negative 2. And these values here will also be very close to negative 2 as well. And I'll let you verify that for yourself on your calculator if you'd like. So it looks like this value is approaching negative 2. And I got that just by direct substitution, didn't I? So direct substitution worked. I also know that this is a nice continuous function. And so that's a pretty good, those two things together are a good indication that that really is your limit. You can get your limit by substituting negative 1 in for x. Don't forget the negative out in front. And when you simplify, you get negative 2. And since the parabola starts at negative 1, I would believe that that could be the limit of this function as x approaches negative 1. So the answer is the limit is negative 2. The y value that the graph is approaching as x approaches negative 1 is negative 2. So again, direct substitution worked on this because we had a nice continuous function, and it's a parabola, so its domain is all real numbers.